Hello and welcome to the Dry Bones Ministries special podcast series on the consecration to St. Joseph. My name is Father Adam Potter. Today is day three. We continue our journey following along with Father Calloway's book, Consecration to St. Joseph, by today looking more deeply at the love of the Heavenly Father and considering how it is uniquely revealed through the fatherhood of St. Joseph. You're invited to pray along using your own book, simply praying from your heart, or you can follow along with a list of all of the hymns, prayers, and litanies that will be used at our Dry Bones Ministries website under the St. Joseph page. See the show notes for the link. If you're ready, let's begin by our prayer, invoking the Holy Spirit to open our hearts to fall more deeply in love with Jesus through the most chaste heart of St. Joseph. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in them the fire of your love. Send forth your spirit, and they shall be created, and you shall renew the face of the earth. Let us pray. O God, who by the light of the Holy Spirit did instruct the hearts of the faithful, grant that by the same Holy Spirit we may be truly wise and ever rejoice in his consolations. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Veni Sancte Spiritus. Come, Holy Spirit, send down those beams which sweetly flow in silent streams from thy bright throne above. O come, thou Father of the poor. O come, thou source of all our store. Come, fill our hearts with love. O thou of comforters the best. O thou the soul's delightful guest, the pilgrim's sweet relief. Rest art thou in our toil most sweet, refreshment in the noonday heat, and solace in our grief. O blessed light of life thou art, fill with thy light the inmost heart of those who hope in thee. Without thy Godhead nothing can, have any price or worth in man, nothing can harmless be. Lord, wash our sinful stains away, refresh from heaven our barren clay, our wounds and bruises heal. To thy sweet yoke our stiff necks bow, warm with thy fire our hearts of snow, our wandering feet recall. Grant to thy faithful dearest Lord, whose only hope is thy sure word, the sevenfold gifts of grace. Grant us in life thy grace that we in peace may die and ever be, in joy before thy face. Amen. And we'll pray our prayer to St. Joseph, patron of chaste souls. St. Joseph, Father and Guardian of Virgins, into whose faithful keeping were entrusted innocence itself, Christ Jesus and Mary, the Virgin of Virgins, I pray and beseech thee, through Jesus and Mary, those pledges so dear to thee, to keep me from all uncleanness, and to grant that my mind may be untainted, my heart pure, and my body chaste. Help me always to serve Jesus and Mary in perfect chastity. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Wonderful. For today, I wanted to highlight three points from our readings today. And the first point is simply about the love of the Father. And I'll just say there's nothing simple about it, and yet maybe that's what makes it so difficult. That it is simple, and I'm just hmm, heartily intimidated by sharing what I have come to experience as being so profoundly beautiful and life-changing. So what can we say about this? Well, I'll start off by saying, I believe with all of my heart that if we knew how much God loved us, 
we would all be saints. And I actually don't think it would be difficult. I think it would be effortless, right? And we know this to be true. Whenever we are convinced that someone loves us, to be able to respond in kind, right? That piercing love can just set us free and overcome any obstacle. And this is why I'm so moved. In John's first letter, chapter three, you know the line, he says, see what love the father has bestowed on us that we shall be called children of God. And so we are. And I hear in that, like, see, see, will you see and come to believe like the love that God has for us? But what is the love that John's talking about? What is the love that's so blown him away that he wants everyone to be able to know that we might be called children of God? That we know in God's love that we might be children means that John has come to know, and we know this from scriptures, he's come to know the Father. And in a chapter later, John uh, 4, 1 John 4.16, he says, For we have come to know and believe in the love that God has for us. And this love, he, just, he says, will cast out all fear. This is the love of the Father. This is the love that he writes about so beautifully, so profoundly. And this is the love that Jesus came to reveal, right? Why did Jesus come? And we can have a whole list of things. And I think it's wrong to oversimplify it, to say that he came to die for us. He came to do more than that. He really, he came to establish a church. He came to establish his first apostles and ministers. That took time. And wrapped up in this is this mystery of his desire to reveal the heavenly father. This is why he came, and this is why I love Philip's response in John's Gospel, chapter 14. Whenever he hears about the Father's house, he says, Lord, show us the Father, and that will be enough for us. Literally, that means that will satisfy us. Oh, can we not just like rejoice in this beautiful response of Philip? Whenever he hears about the Father's house, it's like, oh, show us, show us. I want to know this Father. And that will be enough. That will satisfy the longing that I have for this infinite love. Do you remember Jesus' response? Um, in short, he says, "If you've, he says, whoever has seen me has seen the Father. So that the closer we come to Jesus, the closer we come to see his face, the more we're able to come to know and see the face of the Heavenly Father. Eventually, he goes on to say, as the Father loves me, so I love you. And then he just cuts right to, this, to the chase. In John uh, 16, 27, he says, The Father himself loves you. This is the most important topic of this entire consecration preparation. And it's wrapped up in this third day. Like, if we can take this to heart, that will be enough for us. Our human fathers, in a very profound way, are meant to point us to the Heavenly Father. Perfect or imperfect, right? There's supposed to be this little glimpse into the heart of our Heavenly Father. And this is what Jesus did. This is what Joseph did for Jesus. And this is the, the second point. And it's this reality of Joseph as being Jesus' spiritual father. Right? A father who exercised real authority, showed true affection, and a genuine faithfulness. And he wasn't just a placeholder, someone to kind of, okay, watch over him, kind of provide for him, protect him a little bit here. No, he offered a real glimpse of the eternal father. And because of this, we can appreciate what St. Peter Julian Amard says. 
in calling Joseph the richest of all the saints. He says, Joseph was the richest of all the saints. God owed it to himself to be divinely generous to St. Joseph. Otherwise, Joseph would have had reason to complain that our Lord had not given him the means to support his rank. His rank of being Jesus's (laughs) God-made man, to be his father. He goes on to say that our Heavenly Father has had only one saint to represent him on earth. Hence, he bestowed everything he could on that favored saint and equipped him with all that he needed to be his worthy representative. I absolutely love this insight of St. Peter Julian Amard to consider not just that Joseph was in this fatherly position, but that he really was a father, a spiritual father. And we'll talk more about foster father, but even to appreciate maybe like a connotation of a foster father is um, less than like a true father. And yet I think those who have experienced a foster father might say differently, but I don't know, whatever your connotation is, I love the emphasis on a spiritual father, right? That was able to really love him, really cherish him, um, hold him in his arms, smother him with kisses, and even like see his son grow up in a way that he's been able to now have a friendship with him. Here was kind of a turn for me though, in all of these readings that I've been doing and trying to appreciate Joseph and his incredible fatherly love, I've been looking very much at the way that Joseph as a father would look at Jesus, his son. And Father Calloway today invited me to kind of turn it around and to consider not just the incredible way that Joseph would have looked at Jesus, but the amazing way that Jesus would have looked at Joseph. Right? That every time Jesus saw St. Joseph, what went on in his mind and heart? When he saw Joseph smile, think, or sweat while he was working, um, I don't know, when he heard him speak, when he heard him laugh, or when he heard and saw his ability to willingly suffer, or what about just the way that Joseph would have loved Mary, right? From Jesus's heart that he would have been so blown away and impressed at his great love for him, his great love for his mom. This is it. And this is just this insight that Joseph was a, a true father to Jesus. The third and final point is that Joseph, therefore, is our father too. And it's very simple. It's a familial relationship, right? That since through baptism, you and I are brought into the very body of Christ, where Jesus now becomes our brother. Mary then is our spiritual mother, and Joseph is our spiritual father. That these are real relationships that Jesus had, and that as we're brought in to that very life that he had incorporated into his body, the church, we can therefore call them our mother and our father too. Whatever your relationship with your early earthly father has been, the catechism is very clear. No one is father as God is father. So my question for all of us today is, where therefore do we need Joseph's fatherhood in our lives? Father Calloway says this on page 105, that, quote, his loving spiritual fatherhood as the power to draw you extremely close to the hearts of Jesus and Mary, increase your virtue, protect you from Satan, and help you reach heaven. End quote. 
It's a simple invitation and yet profound to really consider this relationship that we're preparing to consecrate ourselves into is real and that we might be engaged with an intentional consideration of, and how do I need that fatherhood in my life so that I can come to be more fully the man, the woman that God is calling me to be, that I can be more fully the saint and live in the fullness of life and joy and freedom that he is inviting me to. That cloak of St. Joseph is a great image of how we can pray and allow Joseph to wrap us and bring us close to his incredible heart. With that said, let's go there. (laughs) Let's allow ourselves to be wrapped in his cloak and pray this litany of St. Joseph. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, hear us. Christ, graciously hear us. God, the Father of heaven, have mercy on us. God, the Son, Redeemer of the world, have mercy on us. God, the Holy Spirit, have mercy on us. Holy Trinity, one God, have mercy on us. Holy Mary, pray for us. Saint Joseph, pray for us. Noble offspring of David, pray for us. Light of patriarchs, pray for us. Spouse of the Mother of God, pray for us. Chaste guardian of the Virgin, pray for us. Foster father of the Son of God, pray for us. Zealous defender of Christ, pray for us. Head of the Holy Family, pray for us. Joseph most just, pray for us. Joseph most chaste, pray for us. Joseph most prudent, pray for us. Joseph most courageous, pray for us. Joseph most obedient, pray for us. Joseph most faithful, pray for us. Mirror of patience, pray for us. Lover of poverty, pray for us. Model of workmen, pray for us. Glory of domestic life, pray for us. Guardian of virgins, pray for us. Pillar of families, pray for us. Comfort of the afflicted, pray for us. Hope of the sick, pray for us. Patron of the dying, pray for us. Terror of demons, pray for us. Protector of the Holy Church, pray for us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Spare us, O Lord. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Graciously hear us, O Lord. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. He has made him Lord of his household and prince over all his possessions. Let us pray. O God, who in your loving providence chose blessed Joseph to be the spouse of your most holy mother, grant us the favor of having him for our intercessor in heaven, whom on earth we venerate as our protector. You who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Through the intercession of St. Joseph, our Blessed Mother Mary, may Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, friends, it's so good to be with you. Thank you. It's a great one. The love of the Father and considering what a beautiful Father we have in St. Joseph to offer us a greater glimpse into that love that our Heavenly Father has for each and every one of us. If you enjoyed this reflection, I'd invite you, ask you please to subscribe and comment. 
If you would like to support this podcast and the work of Dry Bones Ministries, please go to drybonespgh.org to make a donation. Let's keep one another in prayer, and I look forward to being with you tomorrow. God bless you.